Welcome back to the X Podcast. I am here with uh, co-co-host Tim. Co-host. Or, yep. Yeah. Uh, how are you? Good. Man, you have started drinking water. Yeah. What do you mean? I always drink water. <laughs> no, you... I don't drink enough water. I have evidence. But I drink, drink water. Well, on the fast that we did, it's pretty much all I drink. So... Yeah, that's true. You, you've been on a water-only fast for about 50 days. No, it's not true. Okay. That's not true. That's not true. I'd okay. Uh... How are you feeling? I feel like January has continued to run strong. January was, uh, I think it was a good month for a reset and get set and then we're get into February and all of a sudden you find out mm-hmm. how many of your rhythms actually took. Do you have a word yet? No. A word of the year? I mean, I mean, no. Hey, what do you mean? You mean I, 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 mean, I don't. Yeah, I still no. don't. I know we talked about it and I'm so, it's so hard for me to decide one word. I feel like I, this is always my approach. I always feel like I'm limiting. Oh. I know it's not, but it's because it's like the one word, the one focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, if anything, it's uh, one word is get something done. Mm. Get something done. Yeah. I, what's a word for that? that uh, the Accomplished. Word, the word for that is uh, uh, you, your <laughs> love language of proficiency. No, it's do. It's yeah. It's accomplished. It's kind of like that David Allen book, of Getting Things Done on Productivity. Have you ever read that? Mm. It's, no? No. Okay. Mm-mm. All right. You know, um, by the way, just random uh, shout out, if you were inspired by one of our former episodes on the year and habits and rhythms, Yeah. Uh, did you ever read James Clear book, Atomic Habits? No, I just didn't. The Runaway Bestseller. Huge book for a long time. Yeah, so interesting. He, I don't know if he just for the longest time didn't do interviews. Mm. But he has been on um, just a wave of finally doing interviews. And really? so I listened to like three. He was on Tim Ferriss. He was on Kieran Newoff. He was on Lewis Howell, School of Greatness. And I bought the book three years ago. Never actually fully read it. I'm about to dive into it. Are you reading it now? Mm-hmm. You're it's fascinating. It? Atomic Habits. Tell so me if it's good. Read it. I, I, I was, we, we never really give, uh, I don't know, like uh, reading suggestions. But read Atomic Habits with us, or at least with me. Yeah. Let me know what you learn. I, I, I think I'd be glad to read it too. I've I've looked at it so many times. I'm like, I should read that. I should read that. Oh, so and I just good. never do. It's so good. You've already read some of it? Yeah. I Well, I've read several chapters worth and then of course consumed a lot of the basic content mm. through a lot of his podcasts and messages. Okay. Yep. So uh, more in the business sphere, not a, a, you know, in the faith sphere, but you know, one of the things we talked about, and I don't think we've ever really done it, is we've talked about bringing a book that we thought was great mm. and just talk about the concepts of the book. But we did, would, would people, let I, us know if you'd enjoy that because what, yeah. what we have done before is say, here are my top reads. Yeah, some but of I things think that's different from. than actually taking like a book that maybe we both, say we both really loved mm-hmm. and kind of breaking down the idea of the concept of the book without necessarily giving it all away. It might might be enough of a teaser to get people to want to go read it versus a list. Yeah. If I hear someone give a list of books, I just... Unless they say they got something really yeah. impactful from it and what, it doesn't really, it's just a list. So, I don't know. Maybe we could do that. We Anything can... in your pocket right now? <laughs> do you remember this? Uh, what I want to ask Matt Johnson, like, you got anything in your leadership pocket, a, a verse or a thought or a I'm quote looking right inspired. now. Yeah. I, You're looking at I don't your have anything in my pocket. pocket. Oh, I was looking in my actual yes. pockets yeah. right now. Yeah. Oh, let me see. I don't know. What do you have in your pocket? I mean, I... I I write them down a lot of times mm-hmm. when I have ideas and thoughts, and I I have written some down recently. I just don't know if they're, I don't know if they're formed enough to share yet. 
Hmm. I I have a lot of ideas, and they're kind of they're sometimes out there or in concepts that I'm kind of working through, and so I'll write them down when they kind of grab me, but I don't know that they're always ready to hmm. divulge. Hmm. I I always hope they will turn into something that's ready to go. Hmm. So interesting. I, don't, um, I had one. Recently. Okay, well, I want to talk about something specific. Well, I had one recently. I was oh, okay, okay. Well, that's that's fine. If you if you had one, no, go ahead. No, 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 you. Nope. Oh, um, mm, was it okay? Yeah. No, this one's a way deeper conversation for right now. <laughs> okay. okay. It, it had to do with the very first day of creation. Ooh. I, I just I don't want to. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's a little teaser. It goes along with a lot of other stuff that I've been studying, but just. Mm. The idea that it says at the end of the first day that there was evening and there was day and it was good. I, I had an interesting, I this isn't really something in my pocket, but this is, I had an interesting observation this morning from, you know, doing the whole like uh, Bible in a year plan that we yeah. usually do. And, and today like finished off Genesis in the Old Testament portion. And one of the things that I've always been inspired by Joseph, but also annoyed by him of how perfect he is. Yeah. He's like one of the few characters in scripture with no asterisks by his name. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, just, I mean, yes, he had the immaturity early in life right. to uh, take advantage of his dad's favoritism yeah. and then boast about what he was going to be in light of his brother's eyes. But besides that, you really don't have any places of lack of integrity. Part of this is maybe a bigger societal conversation on the history of when racism was quote unquote, uh, or slavery was quote unquote acceptable, mm -hmm. which is a larger conversation. But I was reading about the end about, you know, Joseph is elevated. He's gone through the pit, the prison, the all these things. He's finally elevated to the second in command of mm -hmm. Egypt. God has honored his integrity, honored his faithfulness. The dream in a way that he never imagined possible comes true his brothers come starving from egypt sent by jacob and in a moment where he could have had vengeance he chooses yeah. to forgive there's a reunion he blesses them and says what you meant don't be don't feel bad about what yeah. you did what you meant i'm like man there's so many things i'm inspired convicted yeah. challenged by joseph's perspective his humility his integrity but then when as the story's wrapping up he sure enough the famine as predicted mm -hmm. happens and then I'm reading the message paraphrase. It says, and when this happened, as as the famine increased, people, in order to get food, would have to sell their farms to his administration, yeah. would have to sell, and eventually they had to sell, sell themselves. themselves. And in the message paraphrase, it says, it literally has the sentence, so in the end, Joseph reduced every person living in Egypt to slavery from one end to the next. And I was like, oh, wow, that's not great. And, and and then the, then a couple just the, different. the way my preacher my works the couple thoughts hit me I'm like man the very thing that they did to Joseph he ended up doing to the whole nation mm -hmm. oh wow the very thing that Joseph hey. ended up doing to Egypt Egypt ended up doing to God's people and I, I there was just some Weird. things I started looking that I was like oh there's there's stuff here maybe that I've never it's kind of cool dived into it was interesting I don't know if it's helpful no, but it's not helpful it's not helpful no that's not helpful at all <laughs> it was just it was interesting it was interesting but anyways I was thinking about um. Uh, no, let's move on. Oh, let's move on. Because okay. otherwise we'll just talk about it because I've been yeah. reading too and I just, yeah, yeah, I don't need to get into that. You're an annihilationist now. There you go. <laughs> so we are about to begin a series. Yeah. And I don't know if I've ever been more excited for a series. I get excited. Oh, that makes one of us. 
<laughs> I get excited pretty easily. Uh, but I'm really excited about this series for a lot of reasons. To set it up, we have for a long time tried to decide the tension, even on this platform, of the conversations we dive into mm-hmm. and how we discuss them. Yeah, We want it to be an open space. Mm-hmm. But we also want to be responsible with our roles. Yeah. We also want to be good stewards of influence and the church and mm-hmm. all of those things and the complexity and um, delicacy of some of these topics. Yeah. That said, we have been talking for about a year and a half, two years about how do we address some of these topics that actually need to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Topics that we, we try to na- navigate the line of not just responding to everything in culture, but there are right. some cultural issues that have real life implications and biblical implications. Yeah. And that people ask about, okay, quote unquote, where do you guys stand awesome. on this? How do I filter through this? How do I deal with this? My family, with my children, with my parents, my brothers, yeah. my and so there's a lot of issues that we've talked about for a while. If we're going to approach it, we're going to plan, prepare, pray, and approach it the right way, number one. Number two, um, attached to that is we do an end-of-the-year survey all the time. Yeah. And we asked people, what are the topics yeah. that you want to hear talked about and discussed and that you want to learn from? And so off that, we have a series coming up called It's Complicated, mm-hmm. where you are going to week-by-week week tackle mm-hmm. Some of these topics. Yeah. Uh, topics like sexuality, homosexuality, topics like transgenderism, uh, topics like politics, mm-hmm. topics like racism, topics like abortion. Mm-hmm. And so I know in preparing this, uh, <laughs> whereas I feel maybe excitement's not the word, mm-hmm. but an expectation mm-hmm. and eagerness that mm-hmm. there are these topics we need to dive into the waters of. But I also know. Number one, it creates a tension. Mm-hmm. And number two, yeah. there's an existing tension. Sure. And number three, we are not going to fully be able to resolve the tension. Yep. Um, but with that word tension, you feel a tension. <laughs> sure. And I know you've expressed um, approaching these topics, there's a weight that you feel, mm-hmm. responsibility that you feel, but also a tension. And so let's talk about tension. The power of tension the power of tension. The pressure of tension. Mm-hmm. The uh, t- tension's a great thing when you can resolve it. You know, a couple weeks ago, I had, for the first time in a while, I had put it off too too long for a couple weeks, an intense leg workout. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Followed by <laughs> 20 minutes on the Stairmaster. Mm-hmm. And all this was after I ran for a few miles in the park. And I was so sore that I'm not afraid to admit I went two days later mm-hmm. to the River Valley Mall and paid for an hour massage for 